Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Mini. Hey guys. And this is the FFBE podcast. As we mentioned last week or a couple weeks ago, we're changing things up a little bit. No longer the days of telling you that this unit is a percentage stronger than the last unit. We're focusing on Trial City. We're going through all the different trials we haven't completed, especially the Scorn trials, which give you the best items, and kind of discussing them, talking about how we went about killing them, what kind of mm-hmm. struggles we had, and maybe some strategies you guys can look at. But we will talk about uh, just the minor things about the game that have come out. So it is the Halloween event. We got that sweet, sweet UI that I think a lot of people look forward to around holidays. And with that, we have the new elemental battle, Grave Hexvius. So I haven't actually played this at all, uh, but you said you really liked what they did with it. What, what did you like? So the legend battle is hard. Like, I can't one-shot it with uh, with my, what's her name, uh, Elena. But I think if I had dark damage, I could one-shot it. Um, but it's only one battle. You go in there, you fight the ghost, you beat the ghost, you're rewarded. That's it. You farm nice. it, yes, but it's only one round. Every extra round that's added in there is the bonus units. Which really is all we care about. You're not going through six different rounds of nothing. I think they've finally realized that, well, maybe not, who knows, because this is a global exclusive. They might have uh, uniquely crafted this one. But it seems like, I know in the past, having multiple waves used to add to the challenge. But those days have been long gone for at least a year and a half, maybe even two years. Yeah, because um, I remember back in the day when you had to like Blizzara elemental chain with your mages or something to clear all of them, and you had to like pick people with enough mana and stuff because there's Dude. five waves. But these days, let's be realistic. I go in there and I just hit like I use an AOE ability, sometimes Blade Blitz, and just kill the things with a strong unit, and it's just dumb. Exactly. I remember actually a trial back in the day. I think it was the Final Fantasy Tactics trial. You had to go in there and use Thundara or Thundaga or Something whatever, like that, yeah. right? But because I wasn't, I, I had the units, but I wasn't, the I didn't have the best items and they weren't the strongest, they weren't maxed out. I had to actually micro, like my strategy was, okay, on turn one, I can Thunder and kill everything. On turn two, I can Thundara. On turn three, only three of my units need to do, and like I managed my mana and like went back and forth, so that on that final on that final round, I could Thundaga with everybody or whatever it was. Like it, it took some it took some real painstaking uh, investigative skills there. Yep. Um, but like you said, those days are long gone. Literally, you go in there with your one DPS unit, you hit AOE, and you win. So for this. You fight the boss, which is hard, harder than you would expect on a trial like this. Um, and that's it. And you get rewarded just the same as any other legendary fight. And then if there are extra rounds, it's for the bonus units. Honestly, uh, I actually support this change a lot. One, because it's going to save a ton of time. And two, I don't mind condensing five 
waves into one but making the one wave a little bit more challenging because it's supposed to be legend it's not supposed to be accessible to every uh every player you know if you can just put in your decked out friend Zeno or elena or whatever and just clear it anyway with having like a team of five low level units and one carry what's the point there there isn't this makes it a lot more fun Definitely, and it also saves people a lot of time. Like, I don't want to sit there for five, six rounds of watching round one, round two, wave three, whatever, you know? Um, no, it's good. I'm, I'm really glad easy, that so. they, they're moving very in this positive. direction. Yeah, very positive change with this. <laughs> they also released the Demon Matsuri, and uh, <laughs> definitely looks terrible. I Mini, mean, you had a particular reaction to this thing. Oh, I did. As soon as I saw that it was a lantern, if you remember that one lantern... Uh, back in the day when they released, I can't remember what it was called, but it, it was like when Kaito was released or whatever, if that was yeah. his name. I don't remember. Um, but that lantern tilted me. I remember texting you. I tried it a couple times, died to the stupid, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Damage over time mechanic. And I was just texting. I'm like, screw this. I am not even doing it. I'm not going to complete it. I don't care. The rewards aren't. I, I just legit, the first time in my life ever, I was just like, I don't care about this trial. I would rather just not do it. So as soon as I saw that this lantern thing looks exactly like the other lantern, just a different color, I didn't go near it. I had zero interest. You know, I'm just leaving it to do its own thing, and I'm going to do my own thing, and we just, you know, never cross paths. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, I'm traumatized. I literally man. had the same experience. So I looked at it. I was like, do I even want to bother with this damn thing? Um, I haven't touched it. I haven't looked at it. Uh, it, I think it gives you some decent rewards if you are able to do all the different. It's one of those ones that's around forever, and you have to kill it like seven hundred million times. With but is is the reward units. worth your soul and your sanity? See, that's that's where you have to make a decision for yourself. Because I know people had this reaction to Hasiko. I was lucky, and I had good enough units to actually do it when she was around. But now I'm really feeling their pain. Like, really feeling it, because I hate that lantern thing. And I don't know if this thing is like that. From what I can tell, it they, they've changed it. It's not instant death 24-7 all the time. I know, but why do you make it look like that? You're just, you know, bringing back those repressed, angry emotions. <laughs> yes. I see and it, and all the... I can think about is that stupid DOT where I'm thinking, all right, I'm fine. I survived turn one or two or whatever it was. And then I randomly get hit with it again on turn three, and I just, I was just done. The difference here, too, is that uh, it's around forever. It's not a limited trial. There's no rush. You can do this anytime you want. Um, plus, you're going to have to kill it like a million times to get all the rewards. So uh, really take your time with it if you are doing it. From what I can tell... There is, there is a decent strategy you can put forth to actually beat this thing. It does a lot of physical damage, some magic damage. Uh, it's not an instant death machine, which is positive. Yeah. But I haven't had a chance to run it at all, so if we do end up doing it, we will be covering it in a future episode, if we do get there. Save that one for last. Let me build up my... Uh, I don't know what to call it. Let me just build up my courage. Exactly. All right, so we've covered kind of the events. Of course, there's a, a, a summon pool you can summon to get bonus units. They're all Halloween-based, which is 
always a fun time. Um, so take advantage of global exclusives. They're usually uh, ridiculously strong if you are able to get them. Now, Mini, let's talk about that trial that we both did this week, the Scorn of the Beasts of the Dark. Yeah, so I remember you were saying way earlier in the week uh, you were having some trouble with it, but then you had like a eureka moment. So tell me a little bit about that. What, what were your struggles? Or I guess so, maybe tell me what what team like what was your general strategy going in and what team did you run i actually took pictures of the team that i ran to beat it and i'll tell you about some of the alterations i made along the way so the final iteration of the team that i used where is it here is um i used wilhelm orin folka fina and two elenas um, initially, because I thought that the scorn, I thought the beasts were going to do a lot of magic damage, and they do, right? Uh, they do a considerable amount of magic damage. Now, I found that I didn't have an issue with the magic damage side of things. I had an issue with the physical damage side of things. Yeah, like, like when Ifrit smacks you with his. Exactly, with his with his giant massive throbbing uh so did you did you then opt for uh dodge tank and then just raise the elemental resistance as a group party in other ways yes so initially i I started off with uh cg charlotte i took her i was like okay she can cover me gave her Mm -hmm. like max elements on the different uh elements that they use it didn't help yeah i actually went the same route initially because i thought okay they're probably going to spam me with fire and water damage. And if I can concentrate them on one cover tank, it'll be easier. But actually, the run I cleared, I ended up having to stack elemental resists on uh, my actual other members as well. Exactly. Now, the other thing that I struggled with was managing initially. I didn't take Folka initially. I just took Fina to aoe re-raise because i thought that'd be enough and then i realized that they do a lot of statuses like stop and charm and things like that that were very pesky Mm -hmm. but at the time because i was running so i switched to running cg charlotte and wilhelm thinking that might help and so i was like i don't have space for both healers and i kind of wanted like i wanted both i wanted folka there to damage mitigation i wanted fina there for the uh, elemental buffs as well as AOE re-raise so I ended up actually just getting rid of CG Charlotte in my party and replaced her with Folka and went all in there and then just altered their equipment to give my team more elemental resistance. Yeah and Folka's particularly good because she can give you 100% water resist from one ability that's I think dual castable mm-hmm. so she's actually well suited to this trial because like you said, her mitigation is helpful, her, her healing is helpful, and then that 100% water resist comes in really handy because a lot of the Dark Siren attacks are actually water-typed. They're water and dark, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's like water... I think you only had to focus on four elements total. I think it was... Uh, water, uh, dark, fire, and wind or something. Yeah, something like that. There was a there was a fourth element there, but I don't think oh, I saw there's it. There's lightning, too often. but it's on one spell that they yeah. use. It wasn't significant. I, uh, I saw the majority. I think is just fire, water, and dark, which is what I geared for. And then 
it, it helped a lot actually but yeah I, uh, I was surprised that I thought the magic cover tank route would be the way to go but it was a little bit deceptive and you end up actually doing much better I feel I think this is one of those elemental Tetris trials where they make you gear your whole team with elemental resistance yeah it definitely is because even when I had the dot uh, the full cover uh, magic tank it didn't help I died like I wiped three or four times before I adjusted my strategy and so that's the part that was really <clears throat> making me struggle was finding that right team that I could actually survive with once I found that, and that was that team that I listed off for you guys, I used Wilhelm as my dodge tank, a healer, a breaker, and then my DPS, the battle became much easier. Now I ran into the next hurdle, and that was managing the amount of damage I did. Yeah, because I think if you click the Moogle, is it the Moogle? Mm-hmm. That tells you the like, strategy button, yeah. Yeah, it tells you to kind of deal your damage slowly because if you if you hit them if you hit them too too hard they'll retaliate with a big attack so what i actually did was i just focused siren because i believe if you could nuke siren and it'd be totally fine the other reason i did that was that siren was only only susceptible to attack and mag breaks so i was like okay if i can kill siren i don't have to really worry about breaks anymore if I can't get a break off that turn, it's not a big deal because Ifrit is only susceptible to, to defense and spirit breaks. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, if I can get rid of the main source of the damage, that's amazing because Ifrit, Ifrit was created that you don't need to break him to survive. So yeah. I was like, okay, that kind of alleviates that pressure of always having the breaks up or dispelling. Yeah. And then Provided having, that being you... Able to, uh... You don't hit them too hard. Yes. So, and that was the other thing, trying to kind of gauge Ifrit's HP bar and how much damage you could do um, and not doing too much unless you were able to nuke him to zero, which eventually, I think I got him down to like 50 or 40%. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I took the chance. He didn't have any of his mitigation up. He was fully broken. I gave him... I, I nuked him and managed to kill him with water element attack. So uh, it worked out. Elena, thankfully, has the elements that they're weak to. So Siren is weak to thunder by 300%, and Ifrit is weak to water by 300%. Yeah, she's a great unit um, for this trial. She works really well for this trial. So those were kind of the things that I ran into. I didn't notice anything more than that. So the main things that gave me a bit of trouble realizing what type of a tank I needed and then realizing that I need, I definitely needed the stop and charm resistance, a hundred percent. And then just managing turn by turn dispels with breaking afterwards and uh, controlling the amount of damage that I was doing. That you didn't want to go over too many thresholds all at once. Yeah, it sounds like we had uh, we had similar uh, thoughts going in, and then we kind of came to a similar conclusion. I think really it's probably the only conclusion unless you're running some really decked out units and you just you can one shot both of them at the same time exactly one thing i wanted to quickly touch on with this trial so tanks as a whole like selecting what type of a tank you're going to use can be tricky and variable depending on the trial right so in this one both minnie and i thought magic cover tank all the way like they're doing elemental damage yeah if you can cover that, you're good. 
turns out that wasn't the case. It turned out to be easier to gear for magic damage and then cover for physical damage. And that's where the two types of tanks really kind of, that's where you make your decision. Can you survive the physical damage or can you survive the magic damage? Because every trial is a little bit different. Some trials, you need that magic cover tank. There's no way your team can survive without it. Others, like this one, the physical damage is just way too much for anybody to handle. Yeah, I'm finding magic cover tanks um, really have a place when you're running into things that use untyped magic, where you can't gear for resist. But typically, if something is using an element, I find that usually they design the fight so that a magic cover tank probably wouldn't help you that much. They'll, they'll find ways around it, where... Uh, just because it's so easy to gear for just one or two elements on one unit. We have so much equipment available. Yeah, I definitely agree. So I'm thinking probably for the next trial we do, which will probably be the next one off the list, I have a hunch it's going to be a similar situation where you're probably going to be better off elementally decking out your whole team rather than trying to focus on a single unit. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm going to start off with that as a baseline for next week. For sure. The other aspect that I wanted to talk about was picking a healer. In this trial, I'm very fortunate to have a, a wide variety of healers to choose from. But in this particular trial, Folka, if you, if you had to pick one, Folka is by far the better choice. And the reason is she comes with everything you need outside of an AoE re-raise. She does have that. It's on her limit burst, which can be tough to get but she gives you everything else you need from a healer plus the full coverage of status. And in some trials, the status is the main thing of the trial. Like if you get hit with stop or charm, you're kind of getting wrecked. Yeah, especially if it's a, a critical unit. Like, because I know I at least ran a, a physical cover tank and when the cover tank gets stopped, they stop covering. Yes. Which makes sense. Or charm, same thing. Yep. And so you can get into wiping your entire party if that happens, right? Whereas for me, if, for example, using Fina as a as my only healer, that just wasn't possible. Like, she doesn't have those coverages. And that's actually one thing I think they did really well in this game was managing healers as a class. All the different healers kind of have a, a place where they shine a little bit better than the others. More recently, that's not quite as accurate because for example ayaka used to be amazing for like stop resistance and like giving your party extra hp via shields and stuff but now folka does literally both of those and it's kind of it's kind of funny mm -hmm. like ayaka in my opinion is a completely useless healer oh uh, yeah 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 she's one of the first really good healers though um that's kind of just what happens in this game with uh old units they, they do fall to the wayside and I think eventually Folka will go that route as well, but for now she's just f coming fresh off of her ability enhancements. Those were only like a month or two months ago. So she's yeah. still very, very viable and very, very good. Yeah, she's still kind of the best. And so between the tanks and the healers, I'm finding that more and more trials are kind of focused on that survivability aspect, more so than the damage. And this trial really exemplifies that because you want to really go slow with your damage. So it's telling you that you don't need uh, a DPS that can nuke it from 
100 to 20% or whatever, right? It's okay to go slowly 10% by 10%. Yeah, I think sometimes, at least I know I do, because a lot of the content in the game is one-shottable, a lot of the raids or the king mogs or whatever, and I get so accustomed to just being able to destroy things that sometimes that's my default without even really thinking about it. I just want to go all in, use my best combo, and just do as much damage as I can. And this trial was kind of nice because it uh, it made you back up a little bit. Like if your damage wasn't over the threshold where you could just kill them outright. Because I know for Gilgamesh, I burst him down from 81% to zero, but you can't always do that if you don't have enough damage. So in this case, if you failed, they punished you really, really hard. But if you took it slow, you could actually just Unlike Gilgamesh, where after you get him under the threshold and he just turns into an absolute beast, you could take this one slower and not have to worry. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, I 100% tried to nuke them and failed miserably like twice. <laughs> so that kind of covers this trial as a whole. Um, focusing on tanks and healers is kind of the way you'll be able to beat this trial. And then really gearing your people to cover those elemental damages. Uh, fire, wind, sorry, fire, water, dark are the primary. If you can do wind and thunder, great. If not, they're kind of like one-off abilities. It's not really mm -hmm. that essential. Now, the reward for this trial is really, really good. It's the tiger fangs, claws, uh, fists, I should say. 173 attack, and they give you 75% increased damage against aquatic monsters. Now, aquatics aren't that new, or sorry, that prevalent in the game, but 173 attack fist is uh, the, among the strongest in the game. Yeah, it's de this reward is definitely up there with STMRs. The only reason it's probably not that good for most people is fist users as damage dealers are not quite as common in the game. We do have some decent ones, but none that sort of outshine everything else, the same way some of the other... Uh, like sword users, for example, the same way they do. Well, we just got one with the new Halloween event. They released a fist user, actually, so it kind of works out well. Mm -hmm. um, and we're not going to go into it in too much detail just because, like we said, I'm not going to tell you that he does 5% more damage than the last person. He's a DPS. His STMR is the same as this in terms of attack damage, so that shows you that literally these rewards are STMR level. Like, it's really, they're really, really good. Um, you're right, though, that I think there's, like, this new guy and then one or two other Fist users that could use this, and they're not even that amazing. Yeah, that's the only thing that keeps, like, holds this back from actually being as good as it could be. But I think if you are running a Fist user, the Tiger Fangs are super good. Exactly. Even if you can't use the Aqua Killer, it's, it's 170 attack is massive. So that kind of covers the entirety of Scorn of the Beasts of the Dark, Dark Ifrit, Dark Siren. Uh, very tough trial. It was fun. Uh, next week, we're going to go to the next one in the list. So Scorn of the Octopus and the Teacher. And we'll talk about that, the trials and tribulations, maybe some strategies and things you guys can focus on, and uh, how the reward stacks up to the general, general game as a whole. Yep. I heard this one is a little bit tricky, so we'll see. I, t I like to go in blind, so I guess we can share stories next week of just how miserably we screwed up. 
Because <laughs> yeah, the I'm octopus going, yeah. and the, the teacher. Uh, I think this is the one with Typhon. And there's probably going to be a lot of uh, those stupid mechanics where they he uh, snorts a unit out or something like that. Guarantee it's going to be oh, annoying. Oh, God. I'm not but, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty sure, though, the, uh, the octopus, uh, Ultros, is, uh, is an aquatic. So, you know. There you go. Maybe those fists will come in handy. Yeah. We'll see. All right, guys. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you liked what we're doing, shoot us a message. If you want us to cover some of the other trials that uh, maybe aren't giving you the best equipment and the best rewards possible, but you're maybe struggling with it, shoot us a message. Maybe we can uh, quickly cover some of the tricks to the trials. Uh, or if you just want to hear us less. talk about something else that maybe we just don't think of talking about, or if you have a question and you want us to discuss it, feel free. Just let us know. We're happy to to indulge in those kinds of things. All right. We will catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. See you next week, guys. Bye.